The Photon Podcast is going to the Dayton Hamvention. We're going to talk about that and more coming up. MTCRadio.com presents Photon, the other ham radio podcast. Found online at photonpodcast.com. Now, here's your host, Kale Nelson, K4CDN. Hey, welcome into the Photon Podcast. I'm Kale, K4CDN, your host for the next hour or so as we talk about all things amateur radio. This is the Other Ham Radio Podcast. We appreciate you coming in, and, and we do talk about it from a uh, new guy's perspective, which will be, it'll be on display in this program. Uh, we're talking about Dayton Hamvention. I've never been. I'm going this year. Thank you. And uh, this is kind of an education for Kale, what to expect, uh, whys, the who's and the whys and the where's and the how's, all that. We're going to talk about it here coming up with my buddy Jeremy and George. This portion of the Photon Podcast is brought to you by ICOM America and their brand new IC7300. Yeah, it's the one that everybody's been anticipating. No carry handles, but it's full-blown SDR, and it's going to be the hottest thing on the market this year. Unless somebody surprises us with something huge later, this is going to be the one to have. The ICOM IC7300, you can buy it now pre-ordered from mtcradio.com mtcradio.com Yeah, what's up? It's Kale, K4CDN. Thank you so much for tuning in again to the Photon Podcast. Jeremy's here. Hey, Jeremy, how you doing, man? Howdy. George is here. How you doing, George? Doing great, Kale. Well, I'm glad you guys are here. It's nice to have you back on the program. Uh, Well, you've been on the program a lot, but I'm I'm happy to be back here with you because it's been a while since we three were here on the show together, and and I'll take you without me because you guys do shows that are awesome when I'm not here, and people love you. So thank you both for doing what you've done in the in the last little bit to uh, keep our keep our friends entertained or well, edutained. You're you're welcome. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, the big news, the big news on the street now is Photon Podcast, the podcast uh, and the podcast host are coming to the Dayton Hamvention 2016. We should insert Boom. applause right here. Drop the mic. Yeah. Woo. And you know, what's funny is people don't realize, well, people may not, if they've been here for a long time, they may know. But some of you may not know that that is near an impossibility. I mean, I feel kind of like Abraham or Abram. When God said your wife Sarah's going to have a baby and she's like a hundred years old and and he laughed, you know, Sarah laughed. She's like, that's not happening Uh, because that's how near of impossibility me, Kale, the stay at home dad guy, getting away for a few days to go do some ham stuff with my friends in Ohio, which is a 10 hour drive one way from here. So it's pretty miraculous that I'm coming uh, and and I'm I'm almost 100 percent certain that I'm coming, but I may need your help. To finish, actually, I do need your help to finish out the trip and the expenses. And uh, we're going to talk not just about that tonight. We're going to talk today or whenever you're listening to this. Uh, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about Dayton's kind of a survival show to get ready for Dayton. What is it? I've never been, so I have no clue. And I need some help. These guys are old pros. They've been there. And uh, so we've got a lot of folks we're going to be there with, with the podcast. 
Pac-10 is going to be putting up the putting up the uh, the booth for us. I'm really excited about that. So, uh, where do you guys want to start tonight? I mean, we're going to talk about Dayton 2016 Hamvention. Let's let's go ahead and start. Hey, uh, well, Jeremy. I, yes. I, yes. I I think we need to talk about how we're going to get KL to Dayton. Yeah, it's uh, this is we're gonna you know this is we're going to have to kind of put on our our uh, public radio NPR hats for a moment. But uh, that's right, folks, is there's a really high probability of kale coming to Dayton, but we need your help. So, Jeremy, what kind of help do we need? Well, kale, or sorry, well, George, we, we, need, we need the kind of help that folds, as in money. And, and how is that going to work? Well, there is a website out there hosted on generosity.com. Uh, on Kale's behalf to raise money for travel, lodging, food, etc. Um, while he is here at Hamvention, and Kale, where are we so far? How much have, have we raised so far? Right now, uh, oh, did we like flash the camera over to me? Because I feel like I'm standing yes. in front of a phone bank right now. It's 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 I, man, I, I'm going to have to get one of those sound effects. We boards. need one of those. Yeah, uh, we're sixty five percent. The goal is seven hundred dollars, and we're at sixty-five percent, having raised four hundred and fifty-five dollars by eight marvelous people. That's amazing. It only so we're already, we're already so we halfway gotta, there. Yeah, we got to get this pushed over the line, though. This is we're close, but we're we're not there. And the longer that it takes, the more expensive plane tickets get. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, right now it's not so bad, but. Uh, uh, they can get quite expensive, and I'm going to be flying over the weekend, so I'm going to leave here on Friday morning extremely early, um, arrive in Dayton Friday morning around 10 o'clock, and get to the uh, convention center as rapidly as I possibly can to spend as much time as I can there, and then Saturday be there for the entire day and leave sometime on Sunday. That's the plan. Now, Kale, can help our listeners understand, why are you coming to Dayton? I've never been, but up until last year, I never had a desire to go either. And that's kind of the weird part about all of this. Uh, it, it always seemed like it was such a, such a far away thing, something I knew I couldn't do. So I wasn't going to be getting, you know, upset cause I couldn't go. Um, but I mean, I do, I have a, sometimes I have a hard time going to local ham fest. I mean, my life, uh, not that my life is any harder than anybody else's. Please don't take this that way, but I live a very different life than most people, most men my age. I mean, I stay at home with five children every day of the week. That's my job. Uh, and it, it pays lousy. The, the pay is lousy, but monetarily the, the reward is amazing, but it doesn't help buy any plane tickets to Dayton Hamvention. So I knew that with the zero income that I that I earn every year, it was going to be really hard for me to put up some money to get away, plus the time to get away, uh, because that's nearly impossible to come across with just the way that our family operates. When my wife is at work, of course, I have to be home, because when she doesn't work, being the sole provider, that was a song, wasn't it? Anyway, uh, we don't eat. So I didn't know. I, I never thought that I could go. I never never had the intention to attend. But last year, you guys were there. And the response to the show that we were, we were able to produce, Jeremy was able to produce from Dayton, and all the comments, man, Kel, wish you'd have been there. Kel, you should have been there. It's just, it was kind of overwhelming. But it was there. 
And it, it let me know that I needed to be there to help represent what we have been doing for the last two years. So Jeremy and I and George, we've been working on this for a whole year. And we really thought we had it figured out about six months ago. And then the Titanic sank on us. And then we kind of started over. And, and something happened. I really don't know what happened. Um, and I may have to deal with this for a very long time at home. But uh, I'm cleared to go. And uh, the only caveat was I have to fund the entire program. Well, that's great. But Kel doesn't have a job. <laughs> and, of course, I, I, I've worked forever, it seems. But I don't have a paying job. So it's really hard for me to come up with the money to fly, to eat, to pay for the hotel room, to, uh, to get the banners made for the, for the booth, uh, to pay the booth, you know, part of the booth space. Um, so I just need funding to help get there. And, you know, I had a friend, my, my very first, uh, very first gift to the uh, crowdfunding gig on, on generosity. He told me it's cheaper for me to pay you this money instead of me going and trying to work out my schedule. I want you to go. I want you to be able to go and, and represent the show and get to meet folks and be a part of what's going on at Dayton. So that's, uh, that's where that gift came from. So that's, that's how it started. Um, there was a need. We need to get the show there. We need to represent the show there. We have a massive audience that wants to have the show there. And we're going to do our best to deliver that to them. All right, George, how are we going to get them over the line? Well, so when you donate money to send kale to Dayton, there's some, there's some prizes uh, that are up on the website now. And maybe, Kale, you want to describe what uh, listeners can get if they donate some money? Yeah, we can go through it real quick. I've got, um, I've got a couple of different levels. Uh, the first level is 5 bucks, and we're going to call you out and put your name on the website. We're going to thank you for that and uh, have you listed there on the support. <clears throat> um, I tried to be funny when I wrote these things up, and you can read them yourself. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to bore you with it. Uh, for 10 bucks, we'll call you out on the show and list you on the website as well. Uh, in addition to that, we have a $25. We have two different $25 uh, giving levels of giving. You can give $25 and receive a podcast T-shirt with the logo on the front. Or, and no one's chosen that one, but I've got a couple of folks who have chosen the $25 giving where they choose the ball hat. It's a, it's a nice baseball-style ball hat. It does not have a flat bill. Sorry if you like that style, but I, I'm not rocking that. Uh, we've had three of those claimed already, which is kind of exciting because I'm a baseball hat kind of guy. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, the next level is called Safe for Work. It's a $65 gift. And uh, in giving that, we give you uh, a Safe for Work shirt, like a three-button polo type shirt with the show logo on your left breast. And on the right, we're going to embroider your call sign. And these will be just like the shirts that the three of us will be wearing on site at Dayton. So you give $65. To get Kel to Dayton, we send you this shirt as a thank you. And lastly, uh, the $100 uh, level here is called Don't Tell Your Wife. <laughs> and that one is you get the shirt, the polo shirt with the embroidered logo along with your call sign on it. In addition to that, we're also going to give you one of the hats with the logo on it and call you out on the show on the website. So those are the levels. Now I've had folks give in and around those levels and they didn't want anything and i've had other folks claim it either way um we just need the help to get kale me there so uh it's all there the link will be at the very top of the show notes page of this 
of this show. It's uh, photonpodcast.com. You click the link if you want to give. You just click it, and it, uh, you just do your stuff right there. It's pretty simple to do. Hey, I, I got another one to throw on the heap there. Okay. Um, so we're, we're going to come out with a new Pac-10 and Mini this year and uh, show them off at Dayton. And uh, we can talk about what that is exactly later. But long story short is it's an NFED, very, very compact wire antenna, winder, transformer, all in a little package. And um, why, don't we, why don't we say that we'll do a drawing? So if anybody donates uh, $65 at that level or more, put their name in the, in the hat for a drawing and we'll, we'll donate three of those um, antennas. And uh, we'll get uh, three listeners with some new antennas for their portable or soda ops. That is a remarkable gift. Thank you, George. Well, you bet. Yeah, we'll be showing them off. It'd be really fun to have people show up there and even be able to hand them out. <laughs> I'd be like, hey. That is awesome. <laughs> don't, you don't have to be present to win. You, you, yeah, we'll you mail it to you. We'll just mail it to you. Yeah, no problem. All right, so to recap, Photime is coming to Dayton in full force. Uh, we'll have a booth where we'll be conducting interviews, have an opportunity for folks to stop by and uh, get recorded to even do uh, the little, what are they called, Kale, the little in-betweener like announcement thingies? Call it a drop. A drop. You can stop by and do a drop with your call sign. Uh, I'm going to be roving around talking to manufacturers, getting the scoop on the latest products and things that are interesting. Um, we're going to have the Pactena product line. Are you going to have full Pactenas, George? No, the... I was really on the fence. We we sold every Pac-10 thing we made. Um, uh, also, all the sets are gone. Uh, we haven't decided if we're going to make another batch, probably, but uh, maybe later this year. And in the meantime, we've had a new uh, project, this uh, small uh, pocketable Pac-10, and uh, we're trying to get those manufactured in time for the show. So we're going to bring those to show off. All right, and then we're going to have a lot of special guests at the booth, friends of the Photime podcast. Who's going to be there? Oh, wow. We've, we're going to have uh, Sarah Tibbetts and uh, John Pugliano, Bruce Jewett, the three of us. So it's going to be the six amigos at least. And, and I know at that least. we'll see Dan Romantic, uh, KB6NU. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see Dan. We, we, he and I have talked about that a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, so, I'm stoked, man. I mean, it's like Christmas anticipation for me. You know, it's like, is Santa Claus going to bring what I ask? Kind of a thing. Because. Yeah. You know, it just it's, it seems so far away, and it, it now seems real. Well, you know what's what's really fun about Dayton for me. I, I've been going for about the last six years, and you know it took me about thirty five, forty years as a ham before I ever made it to Dayton. And the first time you go there, there's a lot of stuff to see, but by the you know the the second or third time, you sort of seen it. And the reason to go is really to hang out with your radio friends, especially the guys that you don't see because they live across the country from you. So, so it, it really, it's for me, it's just a great, great opportunity to hang with uh, radio buddies and just, you know, talk radio all the time for a couple of days and just really enjoy it. Or maybe, you know, meet your podcast co-host that you've never met in person before. <laughs> exactly. That's I'm really true. Ex- I'm I mean, really excited about that. Well, yeah, totally. So you hear that audience, let's get her done. There will be links in the show notes. If you follow us on Twitter or Facebook, you will have already seen this. Um, but only you can get Kale to Dayton. <laughs> hey, and oh, speak- wait, that's, that's, yeah, that's that, forest fires. That only you can prevent else. forest fires. Before we go to break, uh, up until this point when we're recording the program, we've had, we've had eight, eight, give, eight folks give 
to the uh, to the calls here. I want to call them out real quick. John Jacobs, Robert Cox, Sam Pitts, Desmond Molesky. I just mispronounced your name, but I can't say George's either. So both of you, please forgive me. But Desmond, thank you for your gift. Uh, Donald Gover. Donald's been supporting the show uh, for a very long time. Donald, thank you. He's in Chicago. Uh, Mark Wagoneer. Um, he is a friend of ours. And all these guys are friends. I, I, I should have started this differently. Uh, most of these folks we have in our Photime, uh, Friends of the Photime podcast Facebook groups. So let me just say it that way. Uh, uh, not just unique. Um, or, yeah, is that right? Did I just say his call wrong? Gerald. I'll just say Gerald. Thank you, Gerald and Ted. Thank you. Thank you to all of you. We appreciate it. I especially appreciate uh, that not only do you give me your time, that you're, you're sharing your finances with me, and I really, really appreciate that. It means it's very humbling. Thank you. We'll go to break and come right back. We're going to talk some more about Dayton, uh, a little bit less about Kale, or a lot less about Kale, more about you and what you need to be preparing yourself for for Dayton. We'll be back in just a minute here on the Photon Podcast. This portion of the Photon Podcast is brought to you by your and my friends and the friends of the hobby from BridgecomSystems.com. They are now shipping their 220 mobile radio. That's right. You pre-ordered it. It's in the mail and on the way. If you haven't ordered yours yet, you can find it right now at BridgecomSystems.com. It's the BCM Bravo Charlie Mike 220, and that's the BridgeCom's 220 mobile radio. Again, find it online at bridgecomsystems.com. All right, so uh, we're back, Photon Podcast. Kale George Jeremy, or Jeremy George, however you want to say it. Don't be offended. I can't say his last name. It don't really matter. Anyway, um, it does matter. Zafiropoulos. Thank you. I thought you were talking about Jeremy's yes. last name. <laughs> his name is IJZ, man. <laughs> that goes back to episode two. Uh, that's a long time ago, and we've been having a lot of fun for a long time here on the podcast. This year, we're bringing the podcast in full effect to Dayton, Ohio, the Hamvention. I'm totally stoked about it, but I am a complete newbie when it comes to Dayton. I don't even know where to start asking questions. So uh, let me ask some questions that the listeners sent in. You guys, you guys want to field some questions? Sure. Okay. Sure. All right, we got a friend of ours. Um, his name is Andrew, and Andrew actually won one of our giveaways not too long ago from George, uh, I believe. Anyway, uh, Andrew lives in Alaska, and when I asked him, you know, I, when I asked the group, uh, "Do you have questions about Dayton?" Andrew said, "Why should I make the trip?" Now, granted, he's coming from Alaska. George, you're coming from California. Um, I'm coming from South Carolina, and Jeremy's there. So. Um, why would you encourage somebody to make this trip? Well, I, I'll tell you, coming from California, it, it, it is a bit of a logistical, you know, you got to really plan it out. You can't just drop in. And uh, I keep coming back. Uh, for me, like I said before, one reason is that I get to meet up with friends um, from around the country who I don't see normally. Uh, but I also find that I always discover something new and you know you see you think you read the magazines and you look at the vendors websites and all that and you think you have a pretty good idea what's out there and then you find something you didn't know existed so uh last year i i found some uh, digital radio um sort of modem interface things i didn't know about i found all-star 
uh, repeater linking hardware I didn't know about. I found portable antenna rotors I didn't know anything about. I mean, it's there's always something that, that you'll find out about um, that you didn't expect. So it's just a great way to to figure out what's out there. And frankly, if you're in the market to buy something, it's the it's the greatest place to just see all the vendor stuff, get to talk to them about their products, compare notes, and... Um, and just you know, use it as a real education opportunity. Cool, cool. Jeremy, since you're kind of our uh, video guy, let me ask you this one. Uh, this was from Greg Ellis. Greg is a, uh, a ham who's been listening to the podcast and decided to uh, to begin uh, working on his CW skills and, and build that up. He's he's actually up to I think episode thirty nine or forty right now. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, he's listening to us as he works at nighttime. So uh, he, he asked, since I've never been there, I've always wondered if the speakers had their speech outlines published on a website ahead of time so I could make sure it was the kind of thing I'd be interested in and if it wasn't going to be over my head. And then he goes on to ask, uh, do you have to have tickets to listen to the speakers? Uh, and if you do, do you have to buy them ahead of time? Or if those who can't attend, are, are the presentations videotaped uh, or put up on the internet on YouTube or anything. So you don't have to have extra tickets for the forums at Dayton. And actually, I'm going to have to defer to George since George has actually given several forums. I want to make sure we're given the best information. George. I'm here. Uh, yeah. So no, you don't need a, a special ticket. It doesn't cost anything extra to attend the forums. Uh, I've not seen a forum that was really, I would say, over the audience's head. If you have some knowledge of the topic, some of the, the forums are, are deeper than others. Some are more uh, superficial, just depends on the topic. Uh, I don't remember ever seeing the content published in advance uh, or even afterwards, uh, for that matter. Um, I'm doing a forum presentation this year on portable HF antennas. What a surprise. Hmm. And I'm going to <laughs> <gonna> talk about... <laughs> um, how you can design and build your own portable antenna. Uh, and uh, for that presentation, my, my presentation content's always on my website. So afterwards, I point you to where the website is, and you can go download the PDF of the, of the presentation. But that's up to each presenter to, uh, to decide what to do. And uh, in, in my case, all of the, the slots I've presented in have been like super well attended. So I don't know if people are just tired and looking for somewhere to sit quietly you know, and rest. Uh, but I, I always get a good turnout and a lot of great questions, and it, it's really a lot of fun. Recon, recon. See, oh, go ahead. Go I ahead. Could, I would say I could have sworn that, and I, I'm going to look right now to see if I can find information from last year. But I could have sworn they uh, at least publish an abstract of each talk. Y yes, there's an abstract. So uh, they haven't posted it yet, but I'm sure in the next couple of weeks it'll be it'll be published. There's a, a document that has a paragraph abstract on every talk, so you'll you can see that in advance. I wish they would publish the agenda this far in advance. It's two months till the event, and I, I think you know it should be up by now, but it, it's not there yet. But I'm sure in the next few weeks it will be, and you could look through that and figure out which ones sound interesting. Okay, uh, I've got I've got another one here, Scott Timberman. He says, when is the best day to snag a great deal at the flea market? First day or the last day? Kilo Bravo 9, Juliet Delta Papa. I'll, I'll take that one since I deferred to George in the last one. Um, it depends. If it's the type of thing that's going to be a really good deal, 
and a lot of hands are going to be looking for it. Chances are it's going to be gone early on the first day. If it is a rack full of old MyCore repeater equipment that nobody <laughs> wants anymore, the last day will be there because they'll probably give it to you for free just to, so they don't have to drag it home. George, is that about right? That's spot on. Exactly. So if you want a KX3, hashtag <clears throat> KX3 for killed, uh, you need to be there early. <laughs> If you're looking for a, a Kenwood 520 with burnt tubes, you could probably come on Sunday and it'd be okay. Yeah, be pretty I mean, good. It, it just depends because um, that thing you're looking for, somebody may have all the patience in the world for it. Somebody may have something come up and all of a sudden just be trying to dump everything they have. I mean, you just, you don't know. And uh, there's a lot of different approaches for bargain hunting in the flea market from uh, just immediately offer half of whatever they tell you it costs and go up from there uh, to walk by the table every 10 minutes and pick the thing up, look at it intently, set it back down, grunt and walk away. Hmm. So, I I mean, it, it really is completely depending. What I will tell you, though, is if you see something that you really want and really, really want. See, you see something that you really want, and it's a reasonable deal. Don't think it'll be there later. If you find it and it's something you want, I would recommend getting it. Because uh, unless it's in a couple of classes, like there's always somebody there selling Motorola radios. So you're probably going to be able to find something like that. If there's some special HF radio with some certain feature installed in it and you really, it was on your list, you really want it. It's probably best to try to work out a deal uh, when it's in your hand. Because I myself have been bitten before by the, hey, I'm going to look around the show, see if there's anything I want more. And then at the end of the show, decide, I really want that thing. And then go back and they're like, sorry, we sold out yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going back real quick to the forum presentations, I know that we we spoke Dan Romantic earlier. He's going to be doing a CW class. I think he's going to do it on Friday morning. I'm probably going to miss it because I'm going to be in an airplane. Uh, but uh, for somebody like me who would like to see Dan's forum or somebody wants to see George's forum, are these things recorded? Can we watch them? Does, does somebody come and do that every year? No, they don't, okay. which is really a shame. Uh, they're not recorded. They're not videoed. Um, as a speaker, if you want to record your own thing, you can, but I think very few people do that. The only ones I've seen recorded uh, were not in the forums, but the ARRL a couple years ago had in their booth uh, a place for uh, for presentations, and, and I did one there on microcontrollers, and it was videoed, and it's on the web. It's on YouTube. So there might be something like that, but the normal forums, unfortunately, they don't record them. Okay. I mean, and it depends. Like, the D-Star forum is recorded. Um, and I think it's actually recorded by a couple different people. Um, you know, uh, Gary, um, oh my gosh, Kale, help me out. Uh, AVRN uh, Gary. Yes. Uh, I can't remember his call. Gary from Kerry. Gary, yes, I'm so Gary sorry. I can't Kerry. remember your last name. It just... I, it's a four call. Um, I apologize for getting as well, but I mean, he, he'll bring his stuff out. Um, I've actually been contemplating for years about bringing my full uh, my full video stuff out with the wireless mics and the booms and the you know the cameras and the big tripods um, but Dayton on my feed is so exhausting anyway to also have to manage that equipment which just a complete aside now we have something we have to talk about is what capabilities are we going to have at Dayton because I am going to try to record the interviews on video this year with mm. uh, an action cam of some sort cool yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to bring the recorder. Uh, that's all I have to bring because I have a face made for radio. And uh, 
not many people want to check me out, and I'm okay with that. I mean, you know, it's you get you get past your youth, and I'm past my youth, so uh, that's that's very good. Uh, you know, some other questions I think people would have is uh, they're coming with some friends of theirs. What kind of radios do they need to bring to be able to communicate with each other? Who wants to tackle that one? Well, I'll take it. Um, I you can bring any kind of VHF, UHF, HT, and just pick a simplex channel. The the Hera Arena is big, but it's not that big, and you could easily chat around the uh, the site on a obscure simplex frequency. There are repeaters in the area. There's conventional uh, FM repeaters. There's D star repeaters. There's DMR repeaters. I don't know if there's a fusion or P twenty five repeater in the area. Perhaps. But um, but there's plenty you know plenty of repeaters and um, I think most groups just pick a simplex channel and and use that they might throw a tone on there uh, to keep it kind of private but that works really well okay I'll I have I have a differing opinion on that yeah um, with most amateur gear Dayton is intermod city and the two things that I have seen work flawlessly are commercial gear. Uh, as far as again picking the obscure simplex frequency, and then also digital modes in the uh, 440, 900 megahertz, like in weird weird places like that. Um, when I was with the Alexandria Radio Club, they always used D Star on a obscure simplex frequency, and it always worked fine. But I, whereas last year uh, in the group that I was in, we all were on two meter analog, and it was completely useless. Hmm. Okay. Well, you're probably going to get more junk on two meters than on UHF, just because of all the monitors and yep, you know, ambient RFI. So, I think UHF is a is a better choice for sure. Okay. And it, it, you know, even if you have a regular FM radio, run um, PLD code, and it'll keep your radio nice and quiet until something really comes along. Cool. Cool. And if you use 1.2 gigahertz, you can heat up your lunch also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pop your popcorn in your back pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to take another break real quick. We're going to come back and uh, we're going to continue to talk about Dayton. I've never been. I'm going this year. Thank you very much. Literally, thank you very much. And uh, we're going to talk about some things that I need to be prepared for when I get there. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. This is the Photime Podcast. Kenwood USA produces some of the best amateur radio gear on the planet. How do I know? Well, it's definitive, if nothing else for me personally, than the sound quality that my microphone on the Kenwood radio produces against a microphone on, the, on other rigs that I have. Folks tell me when I'm talking to them, you're not in your van, are you? You're not in your truck, are you? And I'll ask Quine, you sound different. Well, Kenwood makes the difference. They make the difference. They have the sound quality. They have the receive as well. And you can find their entire product line at mtcradio.com. Find them online, mtcradio.com. Back on the Photon Podcast, Kill, George, and Jeremy. And we're chatting about Dayton, the Hamvention 2016. Some people looking down at their watches saying, why are they talking about this now? Well, there's a, there's a couple of different reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is I'm asking for your help to go. And we've talked about that in the first segment. Touching on it very quickly, we have a generosity.com website set up to help Kel and the podcast be represented in full this year with his presence, uh, my presence, there at the Dayton Hamvention and the Pac-10 supported booth. So you can find all that stuff in the show notes. But we, since I've never been, we got to talk about what I need to prepare myself for. Uh, you know, I'm really excited to come to Dayton to meet George and Jeremy and to meet the listeners of the program to get to meet some of the uh, factory reps 
Uh, some of the folks that we've had on the show before, I've never got to meet. I, I'm going to get to meet them at Dayton. I'm really excited about that. Uh, tell me about the weather. Do I need to make preparations for that? I mean, are we going to be inside? Is our booth air conditioning? How does all that work? Well, Jeremy, you're you're local, so you should describe the the weather. Oh, you know, I would tell you to prepare for everything from cold temperatures in the 40s all the way up to sweltering upper 80s and 90s heat. Um, last year, if I remember correctly, on Friday morning, it was pretty cool and rainy. Uh, um, but as the day went on, it got warmer. It got steamy. I, I usually travel around in shorts and then uh, layers, you know, as a, as the general rule. Uh, I always, I, I personally spend most of my time inside the arenas rather than in the, in the uh, flea market. Uh, but some type of rain gear, I think, is uh, is always a good approach if you can. At least a hat to keep it out of your face, um, and a backpack to carry your layers around in. Okay. And socks, comfortable socks, comfortable shoes, uh, something that's made for walking on asphalt and concrete for twelve hours. Are standing on concrete for 12 hours because really that's what I anticipate doing the most is standing in the booth, meeting our listeners and, and hanging out, getting to know them, interviewing them, talking to them, making that connection. That's what I'm really excited about. So um, I, I'm going to just kind of dress like I was, like you were describing the weather, dude. It sounds like South Carolina. I'm thinking, wait a minute, are we talking about here or there? <laughs> so, this morning, the car was frozen. Two days ago, it was 73 degrees. I mean, go figure. It's just, it's that time of year. In the last six years, I don't think uh, I've been there when it felt super cold. It, it definitely is humid on days and rainy on days and really blue sky. Uh, you know, that's, it's a big mix. So I, I think your advice is good. Just kind of prepare for anything, but it's not going to be, Super cold, I don't think. Um, but, you know, it's Ohio, and the weather does change pretty easily. I would definitely say bring a backpack uh, because you're going to buy little things here and there, and you're going to want to toss it somewhere and not have to carry everything. So a backpack would be handy. Um, uh, this, this is an important question. What if, uh, what if you get hungry when you're there? Is there anywhere to eat? Uh, yeah, there's, there's food places in the arena that sell... Uh, like pizza and sodas, hot dogs, and, hamburgers, okay. um, frozen ice cream type stuff. There's a, you know, what wasn't there last year that I really missed, George? What's that? The guys that have like the um, the hot cinnamon nuts or whatever, like the really <laughs> fragrant roasted nuts. They <laughs> weren't there last year. I missed that. They're always outside the you know near the Yesu booth, and uh, they they weren't there last year. Well, maybe they'll make a appearance this year but uh, um to that point i you know i also always carry around a gator um like or, or no a camelback uh yeah. bladder in my backpack or i carry around like a clean canteen so that i always have hydration um last year on friday alone i i i got like thirty-eight thousand steps or something ridiculous and i didn't sit down at all on the first day um, and I probably went through 40 containers of whatever I brought to drink water out of. And that's why the show was so freaking awesome last year. <laughs> Man, I, I worked, worked it. it, baby. I worked it. I'm, I'm going to have to figure out how to top it. Yeah, because hey, you know, I get a I, I get a suggestion for our listeners. Um, we're we're going to do a bunch of different interviews. I think it'd be great if people have a suggestion for 
what kind of topic or what vendor they would like to hear an interview about. And uh, shoot that message in on email and let's make a list. And, um, you know, if you can't go to Dayton because, you know, you got to work or whatever and you just can't be there, but man, you wish you can go talk to this guy about that thing. Let us know what it is and we'll do our best to try to do that for you. Excellent, George. Excellent idea. George has got all the good ideas tonight. Giving, <laughs> giving away free I, my, stuff and got my, all the good ideas. My wife what? told me I'm full of it. So you I, are. <laughs> full of good ideas. Nice. <laughs> full of something. Yeah. Hey, uh, so, Jeremy, when, when you are thinking about the interviews that you have in mind already, what, is there anything on your list that you want to you wanna cover for sure, like – that company or that product or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um this year I think the three that come to mind are uh, ICOM with the new seventy three hundred, which is their uh direct conversion software defined uh radio uh for about fifteen hundred. That's that's a big deal. Um also uh, there is a very big rumor that has been substantiated by the muckety mucks in the D star community that Kenwood will be bringing the Holy grail of HTs to the market, announcing it at Dayton, but not releasing it until Thanksgiving. And that is, again, this is all rumor um, that Kenwood will basically take a, the tri band meter 220, 440 uh, radio sticking in a full, the full uh, APRS TNC that they have in the 72 and then throwing D star in for good measure, um, <laughs> which would literally be like the Rosetta stone of radios. I know <laughs> connect systems has been trying to, to do this. And I, I don't, I I've read rumors that they've given up. I've read rumors where they're going to have a product this year. I don't know. It's been under development for two years and I'm sure it's not easy. Um, but I, I, I want to follow up with them. Of course, I also, I'm also wondering if KX3 for Kale is going to turn to KX4 for Kale um, <laughs> at Dayton. You know, it's the K. I mean, if you think about it, the KX3 has been out for what, four years now, three years, something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, they always have something new. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'm a big Elecraft fan. I'm staring here at my. Shut up. Sorry, Kale. My, it. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not staring at my KX3. Well, look, I'm staring Georgie, at my K3. K3s. Yeah. My jo- K, no, I don't. I, I don't want to put on airs. I don't have an S. I have the original. George uh, can K3. sit in. His, George can sit in his chair in his shack and do a 360 view, and there's Elecraft in every angle, every direction. Pretty Pretty much. You, know what, you know what? Though? Here's what'll make you feel better, though, Kale. Okay. If you wanted to, you could go out and put out a 160 meter beverage antenna. George can't do that. You're exactly I right. I can, but it would be highly loaded. <laughs> okay. So what, what like one George, of those VLF has, coils. George needs George George needs all that radio to make up for the fact that he can't have all that antenna. Well, you know, when you got a six inch antenna, buddy, you gotta do what you gotta do. I guess so. And I'm just looking at my lovely TS eight fifty S from Kenwood. Yeah. That's my portable rig. <laughs> Put my kids as a Sherpa to tote that thing around. <laughs> Oh, the, the venerable TS-50 is right over there. It's about as old as I am, but I love it. So it's okay, and I'm just giving you a hard time, George, really. Hey, you know what I want to figure out at Dayton this year? What's that? There is a, a, a fairly major manufacturer of ham radio gear that vaporized 
from the stage last year. And I want to know what happened to him. You know what I'm talking about? Manufacturer? Mm-hmm. Tentec? Was Tentec? Yeah, Tentec. Well, that's, Tentec. It's, it's so well, funny you, you mentioned that. Why is that? Well, because I was I was reading, um, I was Googling around for other rumors to see if there was anything else to talk about we didn't know about. And uh, I came across a blog post that implied that Tentec may have been sold again already. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm curious, because they were sold to the guys in uh, Colorado and then six months later sold to a guy in Ohio. And uh, who knows? And it's it's kind of sad because had been in the market for years. They have a super loyal uh, base of users. I've never had a Tentec radio, but I know people who think they're great. And it was just kind of a sad day. Well, as a matter of fact, Tentec... Um, they had a contract manufacturing business, and I had them make some chassis boxes for me on a project one time, and they did a great job, and I was very happy. Then they stopped doing that, and then they uh, folded the tent. And and so it's it's kind of a sad thing that this you know p- significant piece of ham history has kind of disappeared into the night, and I don't know if they're going to show up in any form at Dayton or not. It'll be interesting to see. I always wanted to. I, I got you know, I, I got in late. And I wanted an eagle. I thought the Eagle was a nice looking radio. Mm-hmm. And the yep, old Argonauts, were, the old Argonauts with the uh, with the removable frequency boxes oh, yeah. was really sweet too. I got a couple of buddies that have those. Those are they're just banging radios. Love those two. So that's one I want to check out. Uh, there's an, there's another company I really want to take a look at called Elad, and I don't know Jeremy if you've looked at them since you're kind of in the SDR thing. So. Uh, Elad makes software-defined radios um, and some interesting accessories for them. Um, I've, I've looked at some of their data sheets and their stuff on the web, and it looks – I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there kind of like, like that, but but they're small and, and looks very interesting. You know, were they there last year? I think they were there last year, I, but I, I didn't to, spend time with them. I seem to recall a booth behind the ASU booth. They're an, are they an Italian company? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I, th- I think they were at Dayton last year. And actually, for, for a company I'd never heard of before, they had um, a ton of product uh, mm-hmm. to, to show off. So, yes, I, I believe they were there last year. And, and there's, there's some connection to this other um, Italian company. Maybe it's the same outfit called uh, Woodbox Radio. Have you heard of them? I have. So they actually make some really sweet-looking accessories. I say it might have been you that was telling me about them. Could be. Um, they've got software and like a remote control USB shuttle knob thing and a little tablet thing. And um, I think those are those could drive various radios, including the Elad radios and I think a lot of other ones. So I don't I didn't look at the vendor list to see if they're going or not. But um, hopefully I, that's just kind of a brand. You know, you don't see that stuff at the local HROs. So I'm curious to see what they got. Speaking of the uh, the vendor list. We're on the vendor list. We are, yeah, for we sure. Are. If you go to to pcboard.ca, that's pcboard.ca, uh, that company has a list of all the vendors and their booth numbers, and we are on the list. And, and oh, by the way, if you're going, we're in booth BA Bravo Alpha 406. BA406. And that's the same hall where the ARRL has their mega booth. 
So they're at one end, and we can see them down the hallway. So, And we're right on the big traffic aisle. I mean, if you walk into the BA, which I guess is like the ballroom or whatever room. Ball uh, arena, yeah. Yeah, you can't miss us. Uh, we're right on the main traffic aisle, right and, in the middle. And last year, same location as last year, right? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, right, right across from Tapper. Yes. Huh. Yep. I'm Great to location. Walk, I'll have to walk across the aisle for yeah. that. As I was going to say, you'll get to meet Steve Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Steve's a great guy. Steve, Steve? you should get Steve on the show. We need to get Steve on the show. Yeah. I uh, I mentioned that to him last year, and then everybody was busy, and that never worked out. Steve and I actually had a very funny thing in common um, that I will be happy to tell the story to anybody who comes to Dayton. <laughs> <laughs> It's Look, not, no, it, it's, it's more not about it's more or anything, about it. guys. It's just no, no, no. It's 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 more if you know if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And oh, he and I have I remember a, a, that. Yeah, that's a good we, story. We have a very we have an enemy in common. Yes, that's um, a good that one. Was multi multi generational, yeah. um, and it was just just very funny. Yeah, you guys need to come to Dayton just to hear that. I mean, you come see us, and then Jeremy will tell the story. And you'll laugh across. It's a good one. I remember that now. So I'm excited mm, about going. Wondering. Yeah, <laughs> you have to wait till Dayton. We can't tell it on the show. I guess so. So uh, we're going to take another break real quick. We're going to come back and we're going to start winding this thing down. Uh, there's still some questions I have about uh, reservations, rooms, uh, flying in, rental cars, jazzy rentals, uh, and we're going to answer all those with these two guys, KF7IGZ and KJ6VU. Back with K4CDN in a moment. Bridgecom Systems continues to bring you the best in 220. That's right. They've got the handheld, they've got the repeater, and now they've got the base stroke mobile shipping. The BCM 220 shipping now from BridgecomSystems.com. Full power, really, really nice radio. Make sure you check it out at BridgecomSystems.com. They're shipping. If you need a 220 rig, make sure you check out Bridgecom. All right, we're going to wind this show down. It's KLK4 CDN with Jeremy and George. And we've been talking about Dayton, talking about getting Kale to Dayton, talking about having the podcast repping at the Dayton show. Really excited about that. Bravo Alpha 406 is our booth. I said our booth. The, the, the podcast is being sponsored at Dayton Hamvention by our friends at Pactena, George and Nick. So thank you guys. I don't think we said thank you for that. We said thank you a lot tonight, but not for that, uh, for supporting us. Oh, sure. Us. We're happy to do it. It's going to be a lot of you. Yeah. Is that sweet or what? I'm so, very appreciative. Yes. All right. So I got a couple of quick questions before we go, because uh, I, I know everybody's busy, and, and my kids are ready to go to bed. Um, so is Jeremy ready to go to bed. But uh, the question is, if if I'm if I'm just a dude who's coming to Dayton and I'm making plans to go, and I'm just going to get a room when I get there after I get off the airplane. Is that going to work? No. Okay. <laughs> so no. You, really, you really need to plan a bit because if you want to get a hotel room, uh, even right now, all the hotels that are in any reasonably close drive, like 20 minutes of the Hera Arena, uh, are probably booked up. It doesn't mean they are booked. I mean, you can dial around and try to find uh, a room, but they get – Booked up pretty quick. So uh, I would hit the phone right away and uh, just start calling the hotels close by and, you know, and, until you're not willing to drive the car. Uh, I, I do have a couple of tips, though. Sometimes very close to the event, rooms will materialize because people realize 
the week before that they can't go, so they cancel the reservation. So you can't bank on that, but that does happen. Uh, in fact, I, I had a, a bunch of rooms reserved, um, and we didn't need all the rooms that I had reserved, so I freed up a couple. Um, so someone snapped those up right away. The other thing you could do is use a, a service like Airbnb. Uh, you can find uh, places to stay that are not as expensive as the hotels and maybe more available than the hotels because they're not as well-known. So I would check out those kind of um, websites. So it's kind of like uh, people, anything. It's time is, with, with this, it's time with reservations and, and sleeping arrangements. It's time is of the essence right now. Totally. It totally is. And, um, you know, you, you may wind up spend, you know, staying across town. So there are some really nice hotels about five minutes away, if you don't mind driving. Um, so, so I'd definitely get to it. Uh, Flight-wise, you fly into Dayton Airport. Um, by the way, big uh, travel tip, if you have the time, you definitely want to take uh, half a day or a day and go to the Air Force Museum. It is fantastic, and it's very close. It's at Wright Pat Air Force Base. Uh, it's enormous, and it's a beautiful museum. It's organized by by era. They have, uh, you know, early uh, turn of the century to World War One, World War Two, uh, Korea, Vietnam, uh, the Cold War, the whole enchilada, up to you know recent events. Um, it's, it's just a beautiful museum. So you, you really should go. It's a very moving experience. Um, let's see what else, a rental car, pick them up at the airport. Uh, if you need to ship stuff, if you get there and you're walking and, and you buy that thing and you can't carry it back on the airplane, uh, you've got a couple of options. There's a UPS kiosk at the Hamvention. It's just another booth in the space. It's a big booth. And right you can ship to your, Universal Radio. Ah. And you can just ship your stuff back. It's not cheap, but you know, beats <laughs> trying to carry it on the airplane. Uh, there's also a FedEx. You have to drive to the FedEx, but uh, FedEx Ground is about the same price as UPS. So that's a, that's another option. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is the Thursday before Hamvention is four days in May, FDIM. FDIM is is put on by the QRP uh, Amateur Radio Club International, and that takes place at the Holiday Inn in Fairburn, Ohio, which is about uh, 20 minutes or, or a half hour from uh, the Hera Arena. And it's an all-day-long event. They've got um, about eight speakers. Uh, Eric from Elecraft is there, a bunch of other famous QRP guys. They do a vendor night. Um, so I'd check that out. Uh, the website is uh, www.qrparci.org. And um, I went there last year for the first time. I'm going again this year, so I'm going to spend Thursday uh, at the QRP thing before I head over to Hera on Friday. Fantastic. Uh, any restaurants that we want to make sure we eat at or try to eat at while we're in Dayton? <sighs> uh, you know, I... I know there's a few really good ones. I haven't found them. <laughs> Jeremy, no, nope, you have you're any right. advice? I, I hear I hear tales of good restaurants. Likewise, haven't found them. I've always um, 
because I've actually always stayed in Fairborn, one block or not even a block, uh, just two hotels down from where that the ho- the Holiday Inn is. Um, and it's your standard, you know, uh, fair like, uh, um, oh, Outback Steakhouse and stuff like that. Last year we went to a a pretty good barbecue place in, in Tip City that I can't remember the name of. Um, so unfortunately, no, I, I can't I can't really think of anything awesome to tell you to eat at except Golden Corral. Okay, <laughs> uh, actually, you know, I, I thought of one spot that we did go to that was really good, but it was quite a drive. Um, it's a shopping center, I think. It's near Beaver Creek. It's like the the green or something. Does that sound familiar at all? Actually, yes. Um, and you know, it it had some some really decent restaurants there. I mean, it's it's kind of an upscale shopping mall kind of outdoor thing. So, uh, if it's the place I'm thinking of, it was uh, it was really good. They had like steakhouses and um, different kind of bistros and whatnot. So it was definitely not your um, you know, fast food fare. So if you want a really nice meal, that would be a good place to go. But it's it's a bit of a drive. Um, it, it's closer to the um, where that uh, QRP event is. All right. All right. Well, we've talked about a lot. Uh, we haven't beat you over the head with anything super technical today, tonight, uh, yesterday, whenever you're listening to this. Um, but we have talked about one of the largest – it is the largest amateur radio event in the U.S., and uh, we're going. We're going to be there this year. We want you to join us. Um, we want to meet you if you're there. Please make sure you you find us. We want to uh, we want to say thank you for making this this podcast continue to go. And uh, we also want to remind you that we're coming up on 50 episodes, and we've got some things in plan. We got some plans made for episode number 50 that are going to be uh, some are going to be. And some are going to be wow, and uh, we're we're hoping that we can pull it off and do a live show. Now, that's that, that's a stretch, but we may really realistically try to pull off a live show for episode number fifty, if Kel can get the uh, technology lined up. There's other a uh, big shout out to Dean Royal, real quick, Dean. Uh, thank you uh, for some help earlier you provided over the weekend, uh, and and really bailed me out uh, a bayonet friend. So, uh, George's buddies out there helping us with the podcast uh guys anything before we go um everything we talked about with the the generosity thing uh george's new antenna is going to be bringing a dayton we'll have all of that on the photon podcast website is there anything that we uh we need to refresh on or we need to cover again or we forgot before we let these fine folks go well i think we covered quite a bit i guess my only uh uh parting comment besides uh, getting you there is if you've never been to Dayton at some point in your life, you really need to go. I mean, it's just really worth it. You may not go every year, but, 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 uh, this year, if you can't make it this year, try to make it next year. It's really quite an experience. Um, and, and I would, uh, would recommend doing it with friends because that way you can really enjoy it and talk about stuff and have a great time. That'd be my advice. I agree. Um, I would tell you to bring more money than you think you'll need. Um, there are ATMs at Dayton, but honestly, with the way the world is, I I, I don't trust ATMs anymore because of skimmers. And uh, I always end up finding something really expensive that I think uh, I can't live without that I didn't <laughs> plan on buying. Uh, so that, that's just a good tip. <clears throat> um, having an alternate place to sleep when you get home with your Dayton purchases lined up before you go. <laughs> that's why you go with friends. 
<laughs> That's right. And ho- well, I mean, but the problem is if all your friends are married, you guys might just be, you know, going back to a different hotel in your home city. <laughs> Um, but that's that's probably uh, probably good. You know, they say ask forgiveness, not permission, except when going to Dayton. Um, you know, all, all joking, though, a good bag, a backpack, something to help you carry things. Um, oh, one of I will remind folks is that if you go, um, they have a service where you can pay, I think, five or eight bucks for the entire weekend uh, to get a bus pass. And you get to park in this big uh, parking lot behind where an old Sears or an old Kmart was. And then the city runs shuttle buses that drop you off right in front of the arena, pick you up right in front of the arena. They're air conditioned. And when you have that big purchase and you're lugging it back to your car, it's actually uh, kind of nice uh, to have that little rest on the bus and the air conditioning, uh, you know, when it's pretty hot. I know that we'll, uh, we'll cover Dayton more as we get closer. Uh, but again, thank you to those who have given to the uh, generosity.com, uh, get Kel there, uh, Kickstarter, crowdfunder, whatever you want to call it. Thank you guys for um, supporting me and, and trying to get me there as well. I'm really excited to meet you guys. Uh, I'm not much of a beer drinker anymore, but I will drink some sweet tea if I can find it. If not, water's fine. But I can't wait just to get to hang out and catch up for the last two years that we've been hanging out and missing each other's uh, personal uh, interaction there. So I'm excited, guys. It's not that far away. And if you don't have your plans made now, but you do anticipate going, like George said, you're behind. So get started on it now. And we'll uh, we'll catch you up, uh, catch up with you the next time we do a show. Awesome. See you guys in Dayton. Thanks, guys. Yes, sir. We'll be back maybe next time. Maybe even before then. Yeah, maybe before then. You never know. <laughs> we'll catch you next time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll uh, we'll do it again soon. All right, that's going to wrap us up. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. I've learned a lot. I hope you have as well. Thank you again for those of you who have given to the calls to get the podcast there in full effect this year at Dayton Hamvention. I'm really excited about that opportunity. Uh, George is going to be there with his Pactena. They're supporting. They're, uh, they're supplying the booth for us to be there this year. We're going to be there with our recorders, the video cameras. We want to meet you. We want to have you interviewed on the show. So make sure you're making plans if you're going to Dayton that you drop by BA406 and hang out with the Photime crew. Now, in addition to that, everything we talked about, as well as I can get it there, will be on the show page from this particular program. It's photimepodcast.com. It'll be the first one listed there. And if you have any questions, if you have somebody you want us to go talk to, as George mentioned, uh, you've got some questions. We're looking to get you some answers. So send us a note. You can comment on here. You can tweet us. You can Facebook message. Whatever works for you the best. We just want to hear from you. Continue to serve you, our friends in the amateur radio community, with this fun, fun show. Again, thank you so much for listening. We couldn't and we wouldn't do it without you. And until next time, 73, y'all. God bless. Thanks for listening, downloading, and subscribing to Photime, the other ham radio podcast, presented by mtcradio.com. To subscribe, comment, share, or review, visit our show site at photimepodcast.com. Till next time, 73, y'all.